evening. And I'm Robert Wawa. <laughs> I'm not. We just joked about me doing that during the green room. And I went with it because I hate having to intro this show. But I love this show. It's Blackness and Dragons. We are a 5e Dungeons and Dragons actual play stream. I am the Dungeon Master. My name is A. Jordan Lambert. You can find me on the internet at, at Lambertra. I'll be hanging out with y'all in chat. Uh, somebody else, introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Moses. Um, and uh, in game, I'll be playing uh, Tyrese Goody. Um, on the weekends, I like to uh, hang out and uh, smoke and chill. Uh, you know who also likes to do that? DK. I'm DK, and that is indeed one of my favorite pastimes. When I'm not doing that and I'm doing things that are constructive, like playing D&D with my friends, uh, I am Belgoria Dumal, at least in this case. And I'm a big, sassy angel with sick armor. Uh, you know who else is a big, sassy angel with sick armor? Jeff? Yeah, correct. Uh, that is uh, how I prefer to be described. Uh, people like to describe me as an accountant or a magician. Um, and then they follow me uh, on Twitter expecting such. Uh, but on Twitter, you will just see me being sassy, being an angel, and being clad in art more. Uh, I say words. Uh, speaking of words, Jordan, you got some? I do have some. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank everybody for being patient and gracious with us last week when we had to take our emergency week off. Uh, one of our cast members is dealing with some family issues and we wanted to give them some space to do that. They are still not with us this week, uh, but we send all of our love and support and good energy their way. And if you want to help them, we will be dropping a link below. Also, other things we got going on this week that need links. Uh, Blackness and Dragons is now a podcast. That's right. You heard that correct. We are a podcast currently available on everything but Apple Podcasts. When we get two more episodes in the can, then we'll also be on Apple Podcasts. So for whatever reason, you can't join us live or you want to listen to it or whatever happens. You got friends who don't want to watch video but love podcasts. Now they can listen to Blackness and Dragons from season four forward. Uh, also, go to Q Times Twitter because we're giving away dice on our Twitter, right? It's dice. I said dice, so it is now. Uh, sorry, Jake, maybe I ruined your giveaway and it was pizza, not dice, because now it's dice. So go to Q Times Twitter to win some dice. Uh, I also, lastly, want to shout out the Elver Realm podcast because... I love them. They're great fans of the show. I was on there recently. I'd like to have some of their people come and hang out here. We just love black people pretending to be wizards and we love doing it together. So way to go for the ever realm. Duh ever. I, God damn it. I have to do a whole show tonight. My mouth has already given up on me. Uh, we start every episode with a black history quote. When I remember this week, it's not my turn to remember because Jeff has said that he has one. Take it away, Jeff. Um, uh, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Uh, I think this quote is something that unites all of us. So um, let me begin. Oh man, Richard Williams was a fierce defender of his family. Knock it off! my life in what? <laughs> I knew it! I knew I said earlier that my quote was going to be fuck around and find out. And here I am. I fucked around and I found out i didn't even get i didn't even get that far because i, I know where you were far. going 
Man, I thought I was at least going to be able to get to, I'm being called on in my life to love people, to protect people, and to be a river to my people. <laughs> Absolutely not. Didn't Standing. Even to thank D. One of my favorite things is that anytime Jeff or Moses ask for anything, there's a moment where both Jordan and Jake off screen kind of just assess the situation and are like, yes, <laughs> yes, probably fine. Yes. And Maybe. I don't, I don't think okay. I don't think anyone's ever underdelivered. I have to give a standing ovation to Jeff for that one. Took bravery and guts and courage. Well played. Uh, you know what? I feel like I took one d4 of psychic damage in my real life. <laughs> Accurate. Um, DK, you took the loveliest notes last session. Would you like to recap what happened for those people who could not be with us? Sure. We visited the nation of Matrican, which is the world that this season is taking place in. And we learned about the royalty there. Uh, the uh, like the king who sired too many heirs was Nickelodeon Canadocious. And he had three elf heirs, seven dwarf heirs, and nine human heirs. His first wife, Mariah Shmeri, was awful and stole the throne for her son, Mordu the Misfit, cursed Nick and all of his children. As a, as like time went by, people forgot all about this curse and were like, nah, it's, everything's all good. Uh, king Mordred is the king of our time, and he sucks. He's cruel. He's undressed. We all hate him. Um, and we were dealing with our individual hatred of the king when we got a message from a mouse telling us to go talk to a rabbit man. And the rabbit man was a friend of ours and a court scribe who had been at the castle for a very long time, who called upon us to aid the kingdom of Matrican at potentially great danger to ourselves. We then fought some dogs gave us a very cool prophecy about the great stars in the sky and our races and our ears. Uh, Henry gave us some sick items and defended our position so that we could escape and hopefully has not been eaten by ducks. And that was that was last time. Correct. Yep, that was last time. Thank you so much. That was fantastic. Um, so that was last time. You all agreed to go on Henry's quest to find out more to to recover the lost scrolls, uh, to find out more about Matrican's history and hopefully be able to stop Mordred somehow with this information that you may get when you visit the Great Library. And you also agreed to not embezzle anything, which I feel like is important and may come back around later. <laughs> to, to Jeff's character's great despair, no embezzlement will happen. So you are all gathering up to travel to the great library you've made it a safe distance away from uh, henry's hut and as you are beginning what is a, a two to three day journey i believe i said last time you hear something behind you on the road and it doesn't sound dangerous but it does sound very odd it's kind of like footfalls but the smallest footfalls you've ever heard in your life like for every step that you take this creature must be taking 19 little tiny steps. And you hear a voice say, wait, wait for me, wait. And you all turn around and uh, Kiki's character would know this. You guys may not know his name, but it is little tiny Despero and he's brandishing his rapier. And he says, I left the message with Miss Rayla. And then I thought there was danger, so I came to help you. And Henry sent me after you. And you all look at little Despero, and he says, Miss Rila, Miss Rila, if you can come back, 
And Rayla agrees to this, and her and Despero take off in the opposite direction. And that's where we're going to leave that for now, for the moment. Uh, Rayla's off on a side quest with Despero, trying to stop Mordred from catching up with you guys. Uh, the three of you continue to the Great Libraries. And y'all know how in old D&D, whenever you were going from one place to another, you would have to roll on the encounter table to see what happens? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a I'm yeah 15. DK <laughs> DK is a, a D, D&D lore nerd the way that I am and that was a rule in previous iterations that if you were going to go on a journey you'd have to roll on the encounter table and because I said that we are playing serious D&D this season guess what you guys have to do tonight uh, so this particular encounter table that I am using requires a D100 roll. And there are a couple of ways that I feel like we can do this. We can either... Uh, oh, Don actually said that it's actually still in 5e, which it is. I think everybody just ignores it, which, like, of course we all do. But it's it's still in 5e. You should be rolling on the encounter table, like, anytime you go anywhere, which is a... it's yeah. God, it's a dumb rule. But we're doing it tonight, because I want to. Uh, do you guys want to nominate one person to roll a D100, or would you all prefer to roll a D20 and then we can add them together? Um, I vote Morgaus rolls D20, right. uh, 100. How did I know it was going to end up that way? I knew that somebody was going to volunteer DK to roll D100. Also, I love how we've had th- a year of calling each other old character names and none of us have broken that habit yet. Nope. She's Belgoria this time around. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm that not That was... I got a 100. Nice! Whoa! Oh, damn. Alright, I'm scrolling. Let's see. <laughs> Watch it be a dragon. No. Blast. I actually... I hate this so much. So, you guys are... <laughs> go into the great libraries, you're traveling and you come to a village and it is very rowdy. It seems like they have been very protected from Mordred and his craziness. And you're walking through this village and they seem to be celebrating some sort of fertility festival and everything's very loud. There's a lot of music, there's confetti They got medieval balloons. They got all kinds of stuff. They're having the best time ever. And a door to one of the bars opens and you see a sign over the bar and it's called Bacchanalian Revelry. And you look into the door and you see that some folks in the bar have on clothes, some of them do not. And they invite you in for drinks. I mean, the D hundred that D hundred roll literally says a group of Bacchanalian revelers welcome the party in for drinking, in parentheses clothes optional. Belgoria is gonna stomp her big ass directly into this Bacchanalian bar. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, tell me what happens at what Kevin is calling the Elven Rave, which I love that name. <laughs> I am gonna use my Azamar Constitution and get myself a very big drink and drink it extremely fast because I know that my body will probably level out eventually and I hopefully won't have to fly anywhere later. It looks just like that scene in 
Lord of the Rings, not Lord of the Rings, which it's the second one, I think. Yeah, it's the Two Towers, where they're like having the drinking contest. <laughs> it goes down just like that. Yeah. I would also yeah. like to arm wrestle someone, ideally somebody who is still wearing clothes. All right, well, we'll we'll get there. Put that put that on ice for a second. Uh, what do you do, Z? Um, I sit in a corner and uh, watch. <laughs> uh, you sit in a corner and watch, and a very drunk halfling woman with no top on uh, walks over to you and is like, "You're not gonna join us," and then she hiccups and like falls over. Uh, and then I, like, uh, check to see if anybody's looking, and then I just, like, uh, if she's passed out, I just, like, set her up so that she's comfortable and won't choke on her vomit. Ah, ah! One good deed for the day! Z is doing it! Done. I also steal her <laughs> so, purse if she has one. <laughs> well, I mean, service is rendered. Uh, roll a d20. Okay. Uh, that is uh, an eight, uh, but a nine for sleight of hand. All right. With a nine, you do steal her purse. There's like one silver in there and uh, a crow bone, like a little bone from a crow. It's a weird lady. Love crow bones. I give the crow bone uh, to one of my snakes. <laughs> the snake says, thank you, sir, and takes it. So there's back in your outfit. Uh Tyrese? Um, I imagine I I really want to dance, but I don't really like uh, people anymore, but I ease myself onto the dance floor, and I imagine very reluctantly, and I'm towering over everybody since I am so huge. And then I get into it, and I do a um, invoke duplicity, so that way I can live my best life twice. Uh, give me a d20. Give me a performance roll, actually. Not just a random d20. Give me your performance on this. Regretful. But hey, I got a natural 20, so 18. <laughs> on an 18, you start out a little bit awkward, and then the beat picks up, and it picks up, and you, like, you really start getting into it, and, like, you've got everybody going in an electric slide within, like, 15 minutes. The whole, all the, a bunch of naked people are doing an electric slide. Nope. <laughs> Incredible. Enjoying it. <laughs> Can we burst into Cuban Pete afterwards? Yeah, then you do a Cuban Pete too. Uh, a couple of people come over to pet the giant cat. Uh, I'm assuming you kindly asked them to refrain from doing that. Uh, it's, it's cool. I'm, I'm loosey-goosey now. All right. Uh, DK, give me a... You want to beat somebody in uh, in arm wrestling, right? Yes, I would like to arm wrestle a not naked person. All right, let's do a strength check. Preferably. How do no. I? What no. am I doing? Okay, new computer. I don't know what I'm doing yet. Is it straight strength? Just a stat for it? Yeah, just straight up strength. Yep. Mm, that's a hot seven. Shut up. Roll that's again. A, that's a solid seven is what that was. Roll roll again. That's a nat one, Jordan. <laughs> so apparently <laughs> whoever I'm arm wrestling is going to fold me up like a pretzel. So uh, you see a strong man come through. He's still got clothes on. 
he sees you down that drink like it's nothing and is like, you seem like a worthy competitor. And you start, you look around and you talk to some other people and it turns out he's been arm wrestling people all night rather than uh, doing some of the other Bacchanalian activities. Yes? If I'm after, after this man folds me into a pretzel, just folds me like a lawn chair, I would like to inform him that I'm actually left-handed and go again. All right. So, so you, this man's been arm wrestling people all night. He sees you down that drink and he's like, no one at this bar can best me. You seem like a worthy opponent. So you guys sit down, you start doing the thing. And at first it's just a straight up tie. Nobody's going anywhere. Like you can just, you both feel each other's strength. That's because my first roll was also a seven. That's why I made you roll again. <laughs> and you kind of, you take a breath to try and gather more strength. And during that breath is your weak moment. And he just folds you like a cheap chair. And he says, is there no worthy opponent in this bar? And that is when you inform this gentleman that you are actually left-handed. Uh, and let's go I'm, again. I'm going to roll a physical dice for this. I do not trust you, D&D &D Beyond. That's better. That's a 16. That was an eight. So this time you go with your left hand. He is high on the hog thinking he's great. He rolls... Or not rolls. Why did I say that? Because I'm rolling dice. <laughs> you guys sit there. You do the damn thing. You start the arm wrestling. It seems like it's going to be even. And you just crumple him very quickly. I can sleep tonight now. Nice. And when you say that you can sleep tonight, uh, you do all remember that you are there for a purpose. So you go up and you ask the um, bar winch, if there is bedding available, maybe not here, but anywhere in this village. Um, and she tells you all that there is reasonable bedding. It costs one silver and one crow bone. Um, and I, just so you know, have polymorphed into a duck. Um, so I fly up uh, and then uh, my snake drops the uh, crow bone into the bar. And then I uh, drop uh, a silver for my wing. Z, is that you? Are... <laughs> uh, the snake says, yes, it's me. I'm a duck. I was trying to get some some duck pussy or something. I don't know. I'm cool. feeling crazy today. <laughs> cool, 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 It's cool. Cool. Is that, is that enough? <laughs> And the lady behind the bar is not phased by any of this because it's the Balkanalian revelry. And she just says, yeah, man, uh, ducks aren't tonight, but usually every other Thursday we got a hot special going, so maybe come back then. Uh, otherwise, your room's going to be the first one upstairs on the left and gives you a key. Uh, and she kind of looks for you in a second and says, can I ask why you're in town? No, and I'm going to walk upstairs. I follow. Yeah, me too. Just gonna. All right. We're very cool. rude. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. You guys go upstairs. Uh, the party's still going on downstairs. This is the kind of place where the party never ends. And yeah, that's your visit to the Bacchanalian revelry. You wake up, you go to sleep, you have a great long rest. I don't think anybody lost any hit points or anything, so you don't necessarily need that long rest, but go ahead and take it. 
And when you awake in the morning, there's still noise from downstairs, but it's definitely not the same like monster jam party that was happening the night before. Anybody want to do anything before you go downstairs and hit the road again? Um, is that lady still down there? The one that gave us a room? Yeah, yeah, this is her place for sure. Uh, I'm gonna go down and talk to her. Oh, oh, good morning, friend. What's up? Uh, apologies for being a little rude yesterday. Um, we were just quite tired. Uh, I was hoping maybe you can point us in the right direction. We're, we're, Where do you go? You see, we're, we're, we're looking for, actually, you, you mind give me a second? I'm going to try to gather the group together. Um, now I know we told him we're not going to tell anybody anything, but like, what are we going to say? So we got this lie together between us? Well, we could tell them that we're envoys from the king. Just out patrolling the borders. Envoys for the king usually have valuable property that's rife for the stealing. So if we want to attract unwanted attention, we can go ahead and do that. But perhaps something a little less vulnerable? Then please, Z, what is your suggestion? Oh, I don't have one. I just like pointing out. I didn't think so. (laughs) Cool, 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 cool. Um, what (laughs) (laughs) What if we uh, we dial it back? Why don't we say that we were just like out and about looking for what was that town's name again? What was the town that we got to go to? That is the one thing I didn't write down in the notes. Just that we're because going to the library. Because I didn't have the map open last week because my computer was on the fritz and I was like, I can't open all these things at once. Uh, so I just kept saying it was the great library. Let me actually open the map now that I have a new computer that isn't broken. Uh, we're going to say that uh, if we reference the map that I have posted on Twitter and in our uh, Discord, it was a, another gift from Wingless Comics. Thank you so much, Wingless, for supporting us and this season. Uh, if Henry's hut was on the edge of Matricon and Rogagarda, then I will say that the library is deep in the kingdom, like in the middle of the kingdom of Riverwood. And we would know exactly where it's at, I assume, right? Yeah. Uh, you, Henry would have told you that you guys are looking for the Great Library within Riverwood. You may not know exactly where that place is, but you know that you're going uh, from, like, right on the border of Matricon and Rogagarda to Riverwood. I just really like saying Rogagarda. Sorry, guys. I'm going to stop doing that. Now. Fair. Yeah, that's good. I own it. Tyrese. Uh, oh, why don't we just say, like, I don't know, we just some kind of, like, photographers or... Some kind of artist, and we're, we're just out and about looking for some of the vistas out in, uh, say, Riverwood. That that sound sound doable for everybody? I can work with that, Tyrese. Artist, artist, Z. I I need a I need a verbal yes. Snake says yes. 
That'll do. I'm going to mosey back on over to the barkeep. Um, uh, and when you when you mosey back over, she's got three coffees and three scotch eggs laid out for you. <sighs> and before you can talk, she says, uh, I don't know about y'all, but usually a night at the Bacchanalian Reverie, Revelry, shit, I so early I can't even talk yet, leaves me uh, needing some coffee and some breakfast. So... You know, if you'd like, I'll just, I'll charge it to the room. You already gave me this over in the crow bone. Oh, bless your heart. Thank you. That is awfully kind of you. Thank you. Uh, I taste the coffee. Is it good coffee? Uh, roll, everybody roll constitution. Oh, no, I should have asked. Do I even eat Seven. food? Nine. Huh? Do I even yeah, eat food? Yeah, Oh no, I'm a I'm a fallen Asmar. Oh, I don't think I eat food I mean, or sleep. We're making someone we're, please. We're playing. We're playing a pretend game. Okay, fair. so it's up to you. <laughs> Maybe it's one of those situations where you can taste the food, but it doesn't really do anything for your body because you don't need it. Yep, I'll drink the coffee just just to be part of the team. All right, cool. Uh, what did everybody get on their constitution rolls? Seven. I got a nine. Fifteen. Uh, so, Belgoria, you think that the coffee is absolutely delicious. And that's because you don't eat a lot of food as a fallen Azamar. Uh, Tyrese and Z, who eat all the time and who also grew up in the palace, know that this is probably the bitterest, worst coffee they have ever had in their life. The shit's burnt. It tastes like she might have just run water through the same grounds twice. Like, it's not good coffee. So it's Starbucks coffee? The Scotch coffee? egg is decent, though. Ooh, uh, oh. oh, um, yeah, okay. Um, anywho, thanks, thanks for the coffee. Is there, is there a certain um, pathway that we should do, uh, find... Um, we're, we're we're on our way to uh, sketch some vistas out in the the Riverwood area. Uh, yeah. What you're gonna do is you're gonna go outside back to that main road, take a left, take a left, make a right. You're gonna see that small tree, and when you see that, it's really small. You'll notice it because it's gonna be way smaller than the other trees. Then you're gonna go straight for about mm, not even a quarter of a day. Then make another left, and then you should be right at the old palaces of Riverwood. And there's some old palaces there. There's another restaurant. My cousin Morty runs the inn, and then there's a library or some shit with a lot of scrolls in it. Okay, left, 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 small last tree. Half a day. Left. Marty's is your cousin. I got it. Okay. Um, I'm not going to finish that. You can take that back if you want. Uh, I think I'll let out. And I'm going to stand by the door and wait for the, the rest of the group to finish their coffee. I shove the egg into my mouth and I just head off. So go ahead. Uh, I'm going to drink the rest of Tyrese's coffee and then and then leave. <laughs> It's the best coffee I've ever had, so. Yeah. Yeah. 
and you guys take off. Uh, and that that was our random encounter. And Navar just said, that's what you get for playing real D&D. Yes, this is exactly what I get for playing real D&D because I definitely thought that this random table was going to lead us to combat or something else. And it turned into uh, just a random ass party bar, the <laughs> Elven Rave. Honestly, super on brand. <laughs> Right, super on brand for this show. Uh, all right, so you guys are you're traveling. You you do exactly what she said. You make the left and the left, the small at the right, the small ass tree. Half a day, another left. You go past the inn, and you see it's called Morty's Inn, and an old man is just sitting outside, like whittling in a rocking chair. Uh, do you wave at him? Yeah. You all, you all wave at Morty, and he has no clue who you guys are, but he waves back. Uh, and then amongst the old palaces and the vistas and the views, you do see what seems to be an old library. Oh, that's really old. Well, uh, oh, yep. Uh, no, pretty old. Um, I, uh, I, I seem distracted, uh, like, like, I'm, like, looking around and kind of, like, acknowledging what's happening. Uh, Jordan, are there any animals nearby? Um, I don't know what you want to do with these animals. So I'm going to say let's both just roll a d20 Evil. against each other and see what happens. Okay. Uh, I keep wow. rolling a sheet. My I rolled a five. I rolled an 11. Um, so I will say that there is a family of squirrels, but I will preface this by saying they're the cutest fucking squirrels you've ever seen in your life. You've never seen a cuter fucking squirrel. They're adorable. They should like be little squirrel models. Uh, so I send a snake up the tree to where the squirrels are, and I try to communicate with them. Uh, and... <laughs> the squirrels squeaker squeaker squeak 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 it's not happy because snakes I feel like are predators to squirrels squirrels are rodents yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, hiss hiss or hiss 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 I don't mean any harm hiss hiss we're just traveling through hiss hiss um and and so the squirrel can make out what you're saying you can you speak to you have speak to animals on your sheet right talk mm -hmm. to animals yeah all right so cool so the rest of this is going to play out in English now because right. it's going to be like a Disney movie where they dude can we sidebar for a second? And can I tell you that in Disney movies, I always just assumed that whoever it was was always speaking English, like whether it was dogs or Pocahontas or whatever. I was like a full adult when I realized like, oh no, the dogs are barking. We're just hearing it in English because it's a film convention. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I felt real dumb when I figured that out. Anyway. Uh, how, how old were you when you found that out? Today years old? I was like, <laughs> No, I was like in college when I figured that out. Like I was watching Pocahontas and I was like, wait a second. They're not supposed to be speaking English when it's only natives around. We're just hearing it in English. This is okay. Cool. Uh... <laughs> squirrels. The snake is talking to the squirrel. You don't mean any harm. And the squirrel is like, all right, but what do you want though? Uh, so um, you've been here for a while. Anything dangerous or worrisome that we should be aware of? Uh, not outside. This is just kind of like an old town. Not that many people are here. There's like Morty and some other weird people. But like Morty feeds us, so he's cool. Uh, 
Like, what do you mean weird? Like, should the snake be weird? Like, should them three weirdos be weird? Like, that's a big ass cat. Never seen a cat that big. Holy shit. That's that a, squirrel really looking cat. at me? <laughs> uh, and I say through my mouth, yes. Uh, and then I go back. Uh, so I believe there's like a library or something here. Um, oh, also, I will make this worth your while. Tell me who you want me to kill and I will kill them. Uh, <laughs> the squirrels all kind of like get like just like really shocked and like kind of, you know, do like one of these, like that, uh, that James Franco gift. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they do that at, at the snake, and they look around, and they're like, "All right, look. So that the the thing that you call a library is probably that building with the the old ass scrolls. There's some weird shit in that building, man. Like I don't know. The people go in there, and then they be reading those pages, and they come out real fucking weird. So like, maybe be careful about that. But you have a giant ass cat, so like, y'all should be okay. Uh, speaking of people that we want to kill, it's not a person, but there is a really mean dog over there." I don't want him dead, but just like let him know that this is our hood. Okay. All right, cool. Thank you. And stick this down. <laughs> we have to find a dog. Oh. What Why? kind of dog? Uh, I don't know. It's uh all these squirrels a favor. Anyway, uh we should be careful at the library and then I convey what the squirrels say. All right. Well, what they, what did they say about me? They were eyeballing me for they, a little while. Uh, they said that they really admire your fur, and they're wondering what your hair care routine is. Oh, thank you. Um, dog or scroll first? Which one? I guess, I guess, dog. Right. Yeah, let's get check that off. Get that out of the way. All right. So you guys start walking through the this small the remnants of this small ancient town um can everybody roll investigation and while you guys are doing that i will verbally because typing sometimes is very hard as i do this say hi to my friend digishell who's been a great friend of mine for the past 10 plus years uh who just tuned in this evening because they had the time thank you digishell love seeing you in chat um, what everybody get? 14. 13. I'm proficient, and with my proficiency bonus, I got a 9. <laughs> it was a group, like, DC of 10. As long as two of you got over 10, I was going to count it. So, Thanks, you you walk around, and you walk past one of these abandoned uh, large homes, and you hear barking from the inside, just echoing off of the walls because this home is, it's a long abandoned manor. And you hear a lot of barking coming from the inside. Do we have Be right to... back. Oh. Oh. Did you? Yeah. No, if you have a question. All right. Yeah. No. Have, um... have, have at it, friend. Uh, this shouldn't take long. Uh, and I, like, venture closer to the barking. Uh, go ahead and... I'm actually not gonna make you roll for this. You go ahead and you open the door. It's old. Like, nobody has lived in this manor for a long time. And you see... Gosh, I don't want to, like, malign any breeds of dogs right now. You see an old greyhound running around this manner 
just barking his face off. Hey. Hey. Burr? Burr? He does that confused things. He stops running around and, and does the dog thing. Burr? Uh, are you the dog that's been messing with squirrels? What do you know about that? Do you think it's fun to pick on something smaller than you? I, I don't... What? Uh, and then I, like, do that, like, thing that, like, adults sometimes do when they, like, squat down to, like, talk to a child. Uh, and then I look it in the eyes and I say, Do not mess with the squirrels or I will find you. Uh, and then I cast infestation and, like, fleas and worms start, like, coming out of the ground. Uh, I'm trying to just intimidate. I'm not going to hurt it. I'm not yeah, going to yeah, hurt yeah, the yeah. dog. Just intimidating because it. You, because you're using... Infestation is a cantrip, not a spell, right? Correct. Alright, so you're not going to have to use a spell slot for it. Since you're using your cantrip, though, I will have you roll intimidation. Yeah! Oh, that doesn't count! A plus eight! Huh? You have a plus eight to intimidation! What the fuck? Alright, I mean, go ahead and roll it anyway. We're already here. Uh, so that is a 13. With your plus eight? Yeah, so I'm rolling it. real low today. Big right, same, cool. bud. Big I, same. Sometimes it happens. Mm -hmm. It happens to all of us. Sometimes it be like that. <laughs> with with a thirteen, because I did I set the DC at twelve. I forget sometimes that you guys' characters are so high. I need to work on that. Uh, no. Since I set it at twelve, you rolled a thirteen. The dog is just like whoa, 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 whoa. Where all these bugs come from? Did you do that? I shrug I and then I just walk away. And then, like a I snake guess... that's following me, turns around and goes. Don't mess with the squirrels! And they're like, the slithers. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I won't mess with the squirrels. Uh, I'm like, thanks, guys. Ready to go. That was surprisingly quick. Well done. <laughs> Whatever you did. Yeah. Business. I don't, I don't need to know. All right, we'll, we'll check that off. Uh, I don't have actual paper, but I just... All right, and library. And then, uh, I don't know about you guys, but we can get the hell out of here. Anybody anybody got a comment on the not real paper, or are we just going to let that slide as a group? He's a big cat. It just seems it seems like that'd be a thing yeah, that, that he makes did. Sense. All right, cool. Cool, 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 cool. So you guys proceed to the uh, great old library of Riverwood. And you open the door. It is very much what you would expect a great old library to be. It's uh, in the middle of this old town with all these old manors. It's huge. It's got beautiful architecture, big, lovely windows, French doors at the front. There are columns. There are books and scrolls everywhere. And just like the libraries that we're used to, there is an information desk in the middle. And there is uh, an old human man. I have to be specific since I've introduced all these weird animal creatures and other, you know, races because we're playing real D&D &D now. There's an old human man in 
the center at the information desk wearing uh, an old cloak. He looks like the wizard in the Fantasia short with Mickey Mouse, you know, the Sorcerer's Apprentice. That's what he looks like. Uh, greetings, fellow scholars. How may I help you today? I was hoping that you could help us find some books on the history of the kingdom. As far back as you have, please. And he kind of looks you up and down, looks at, you know, all three of you for a moment and says, a friend of mine warned me that someone may come looking for certain books. Would you happen to know this friend? Well, that depends. Would that friend perhaps be Herringon? Okay, I'll say a name and you say a name. We'll both say a name on the count of three. Hmm. This seems, this seems like a trap. I just feel this is what this, I'm Right, this feels like a trap. How about, how about you just tell us a name and we'll see if it's correct or not. Z, do you have the piece of paper that our friend signed for us before we left? Uh, I check my pockets and then I procure it and I hand it over. I'd just like to put it down on the type of the information desk and tap the signature. Just, is this, would you happen to recognize this handwriting by any chance? And the page master, he, he smiles. Oops, I said too much. The, <laughs> the guy behind the information desk smiles very widely and says, yes. Yes, we have the same friend. Oh, you can never be too careful these days. Not in Matricon. And I will actually give the piece of paper back to Z because I know that that's very important to him. Thank you. <laughs> yes, the paper reminding him not to embezzle. <laughs> <laughs> so you have... Uh, and so the old sorcerer looks at... He looks at you guys and he says, there are many books and scrolls here, some given to me for safekeeping by friends, uh, some that the king may not want to know was in his library, things of that nature and sort. Uh, but I will say, well, you all look like you may know people who practice magic. Sometimes... I get a little carried away and things can get a little strange here in the library. So I will say, no matter what you're looking for, proceed with caution. Um, okay. I, I did have a question. Is, is there a particular reason that such precious books and scrolls and text is out here in this dump? Hey, 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 we used to be a very lovely, lovely vacation village back in the days of King Nickelodeus. But, you know, his many heirs, not all of them were great. Some of them let our city fall into disrepair. Was there a... Were you guys hit by, by Mayor Dan Schneideris? It, listen, books be heavy as shit. We can't just move a whole goddamn library. <laughs> Say no more. 
We will ask for your help when we need it. Tally-ho! And then I'm just going to stroll aimlessly into the, <laughs> the library with no rhyme or reason. Uh, yeah, and you guys just follow Tyrese. You know that what you're looking for is here. You just have no clue where it is because this library is not organized for anything. And as you start walking through the library, you realize that one of the reasons that it's organized so badly um, is that this sorcerer, he was right when he said that he doesn't really know what he's doing and things get out of control. Some of these books you can tell are charmed and you can see them just like jumping off of shelves and like jumping to other places. Some of them seem entirely sentient. Books that sort themselves, how wonderful. Oh. Uh, under my breath, I say nerd in celestial. Correct. <laughs> I, I don't know about you guys. I don't know if they're sorting or if they fucking. But it's <laughs> Do on that. Do people make more books that way? Maybe. Can we see some books in action? As you guys are having that conversation, you just see lots of the books moving around by themselves. And one book just like falls and falls open. And what looks like an old war general basically just materializes out of the pages of this book. And he's like, well, some of these books do be having a good time. Some of us just be trying to get from here to there. Well, can we help you get somewhere? Would that make things easier for you? Uh, and this old war general looks at you and he says, Oh, just take me for a nice turn about the library. Been a while since I've been on an adventure. Consider it done. And just to be safe, I'm going to use my mage hand to lift the book up and just have it follow after us. Lovely. Uh, you use your mage hand to lift the book up and you look at its spine and you see that it's called The Tombs of War. Uh, it is a history book about the different wars of Matricon. Well, actually, um, General, I think it is. Could you could you tell us a little about a little bit about your your time in service? It seems like you've been here for quite a while. And he says, oh, I'm delighted you asked. See, it all started in about zero dickety one AD. Let me narrow things and down for you. Um, around the time of, let's see, it would be around the time of Mordred the Misfit. Oh, I've got stories about that. And he starts launching into stories about that war, but doesn't get into anything about the prophecy or Mordred the Misfit's mother or any of the stuff that you're actually looking for. He's literally just telling you about different battles that occurred during that time as you walk through the library. Um, and as you guys are walking, this happens again. Another book opens up and uh, Z, you are interested in this one because it is um, a a zoology book. Mm -hmm. And so it opens what looks like a honey badger comes out of the book. And I'm always backing myself in the corners with this kind of stuff. I don't know what kind of noise honey badgers make. Uh, it's more like a. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> anyway, a honey badger, 
the book falls yeah, open and the that. honey badger is there uh and it starts making noise do you attempt to talk to it um yeah i'm like what uh honey badger don't give a fuck <laughs> that's what yeah that's what cool N- neither do i <laughs> What, do you think that makes you special, being detached from emotion? Cool. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) And and you try to walk away, and one of the snakes slithers down, and it picks up that book and carries it with you guys. So the honey badger is screaming. Uh, The general is talking about this war, but not necessarily giving you the information that you need. And uh, as you're all walking around, you do get to what seems like a science and biology section, and Z, you do see what is called uh, the biology of Bacchanalia, and it seems like this book is trying to mount other books. Um, so remember when we were talking about books having sex with one another? Um, in case this is relevant, that book over there, and then I mage hand it, um, and I'm like, you know, anyone could do a mage hand. Uh, and then I bring it over. Oh <laughs> uh, and like, just in case we have one very horny book. And I just like slowly move it like closer to the general book. Uh, and the general's like, oh no, no, I don't, those days are long behind me. Please, let us not. Yeah, I'm gonna move the general book to safety. Yeah, I mean, I just, just keeps on just like, a Jedi war now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you guys, you have three books with you. You've got the general who is trying to help, not being necessarily helpful. Uh, Honey Badger, who, you know, just screaming, not talking, just screaming. And uh, the very horny book. And you are continuing to walk through this library looking um, for for what you need. Um I got a compliment about how I never say um during sessions, and now I hear myself saying it so much tonight. It's driving me insane. Belgoria, can you roll... I know you want to get information out of this general book. What... How do you want to do that? (sighs) What... I think what I want to know is I want to look through this book and see if there was any conflict after Mordred the Misfit took the throne, like if his siblings or the other heirs started like separate factions or tried to rise up against Mordred. Um, I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to know if there was any opposition at all or if everyone just accepted Shmarash Mary's ruling and was like, yeah, that's our king now. All right, cool. Um, what skill? I don't I don't think it's investigation, but it's also not insight. What do you, you want me to history? History, duh. Yeah, roll me a history. Oh, d d Beyond, don't. Yes, okay, finally, thank God, 19. Oh, damn, okay. So with a history... The general is able to tell you that the war with Mordred the Misfit and Shmarias Mary was horrific. Uh, Shmarias Mary 
was a wizard. She used a lot of really dark magic to aid her son in taking over the throne. The other heirs were super pissed about it. It basically, the map that we are using for Matricon that you see basically was one large, one large kingdom. And while it still is, the different cities like Rogagard and Riverwood, and I got to pull it up again because I didn't memorize all of them. Tagaliginan, Shudanai, all of them. I'm saying these all terribly because they're all made up. The points aren't real. Wolf Harbor, like all of these different places, basically the heirs that lived in those areas used their influence to attempt to either fight Mordred the Misfit for control or establish their own realm. However, Mordred, his army, and Shmariah were too powerful, so they all just became basically city-states within Matricon, and Mordred either made people get with his program or killed him. So it was very, it was very tumultuous. It was not an easy takeover. Do the books say anything about, like, the heirs that are still in Matricon, like the ones that became rulers of city-states? This book is literally just about the just war. It doesn't give you okay. any other information. When you ask the general for that, he says, oh, oh, there are some scrolls here that might be able to tell you, but I'm not sure where they are. Last time I saw them, they were downstairs and to the left, but... You know, things around here are a little strange as you, well, I think you get the picture of what's going on here. It's downstairs? How big well, is this downstairs? library? Yeah, the big library. Downstairs. All right. I mean, it is the great library. Yeah. Everybody we'll going downstairs? Yeah. All right, so you guys go downstairs and to the left as the Tombs of War have uh, has instructed you to. And when you get down there, you go past three or four rows of shelves, nothing abnormal. You get to the fifth row, and you see that there are three open books. And they also have three, like... Uh, anthropomorphized people peeking out of them. One is a pirate. One is an old king. And one looks like a mad scientist. Dibs and on the scientist. The general looks at the old king and he says, oh, Jeremiah, I've bested you in battle before. And the old king says, that was a long time ago. How long ago would you say, King Jeremiah? And Belgoria will curtsy. Uh, Belgoria curtsies, and King Jeremiah looks at she looks at her and um, says, "Well, it was hmm, about oh, dickety seven, because it was after Mordred the Misfit." but before John Paul III. And uh, who are your friends here? Oh, this is the old pirate Mac, and that's Dr. Heckle and Mr. Jide. 
and the mad scientist turned and you can see that he's got like a two-faced thing going on part of him looks like a fancy aristocratic guy and then the other part of him looks like a crazy old wizard hmm. taking the cut of your jib i'm gonna put my hand up to high five dr heckle uh mr jag just tries to bite your hand that's so rude uh, can you guys tell us uh, if we're going in the right direction? And uh, the pirate looks at you and he says, Yar be going down the wrong path. Anyone who stands against Mordred stands against me. And he brandishes his sword. I'm going to close his book. <laughs> yeah. You... <laughs> Everybody roll initiative. That's where, we're <laughs> That's, where we're getting at. That's where we're going. Just fucking do it already. 15. 17. 17. Hang on. Let me get out my scratch paper. You know, I got to write it down or it doesn't count. Uh, Z got 15. Right? Mm -hmm. How many mm -hmm. did you get, Terry's? Uh, 17. Oh, damn. That's good. Uh, Belgoria? 14. Yeah. I mean, y'all are saving the good rolls for when it counts, so that's something. Sorry. Uh, technical difficulties on my end. Let's see. Dr. Heckle got a... Seventeen. This actually really works out. All right, let's see. Mac the Knife, the old pirate, got a six. You're killing me, dude. And the old king got a ten. So this actually really works because uh, the pirate and Tyrese tied for their roles. So, oh, I didn't roll for uh, the general. The general is here for y'all this evening because y'all be trying here to comes the general. Hey, the general. Maybe not because he rolled a friggin' four. The pride of Mount Vernon, indeed. Slows me <laughs> he's, he's about to keep this this streak going of my NPCs not helping. Trying to break it. Uh, <laughs> all right, Tyree. So you go to close the book. I'm going to call that an attack of opportunity, especially because you rolled first. So what do you what do you want to try and do to close the book? Um, I'm going to use my two big paws, uh -huh. and I'm going to. Just get them all nice and up under uh, the, the spine and then <laughs> slam it shut. Alright, uh, roll for the attack. Oh, his armor class is not great either. I'm just going to roll d d20 then. Yeah. Uh. Oh, we're being raided. Hi, raiders. Seven. Ooh, seven does not hit. So you get your pig paws under there and you try to close and the pirate like does a little shimmy. Shimmy's out of your way. And he's like, it's going to take more than that, kitty kitty. 
Um, I'm gonna try. Can I use as my bonus action, like insight, to see what is powering these books? Yeah. Fourteen. On a fourteen, you realize that it is some form of magic. You're just not familiar with what kind of magic it is. You don't know that if you have a spell that would counteract this. Uh, it looks kind of like the guy at the front desk, the page master. He he was he was just doing some shit, and and he messed up all the books. And um, it's also possible that Mordred. Mordred knows that you guys are out somewhere. It's possible that he could have a hand in trying to stop this with some of his mages and whatnot. Uh, that part you're not sure on. But you do realize that like this is just a weird kind of magic that you haven't encountered before. Um, okay, so now it is the pirate's turn. He's going to... Let's see. Uh, he's just going to try and hit you with uh, an unarmed attack. He's not going to use his sword. He's just going to try and like punch you in the face. Wow. That's Tyree's. Uh... Does a 16 hit? Uh, yeah. Square in the face. All right. I'm going to... Oh, ooh. This guy is really strong, apparently, because he hits you uh, square in the face and does 17 damage. Jesus. Uh, and that's, he's not even going to take a bonus action because that's mm, terrible. Uh, Ow. <laughs> Z, you're up. Uh, I still have the horny book. Uh, so I no. use Mage Hand to drop the horny book on the pirate book. <laughs> Let's just say that pirate's not the only person out for booty. And that's a Z-Bird. Doom, 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 doom. Roll your, uh, roll your attack with advantage, because goddamn, a good pun gets me every time. Uh, let's see. Uh, so uh, uh, seventeen was my highest one. Uh, that would be. Uh, would I use my spell modifier for that, or do you want that unmodified? I, I was just giving you since we did with advantage, it's going to be unmodified, and a seventeen okay. definitely hits. So give me a give me damage. Um, I don't know how to roll damage. For fucking because you know I just, fuck. Just it, roll oh, your okay, sorry. roll your D twenty. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Are we taking okay. it back to the conversation in the green room about top seven? Yes, we are. Yep. Uh thirteen. Yeah. All right, cool. Thirteen damage. So uh you drop the horny book on the pirate and um and and he's just he's busy. He's just busy being assaulted and trying to figure out whether or not he wants this and it does 13 physical damage as he's on this journey to figure out what he wants um i probably should ask but how is 13 physical no we don't need to know no we don't need to know we don't need to know i'm not describing that this is a pg-13 show 
Uh, it's a damage what? per. No, we don't need it. <laughs> it's your turn, Belgoria. What would you like to do? Well, it appears that our pirate friend is distracted and our horny friend is helping with that in some way that I don't want to be involved in at all. So I am actually going to use my action to pat Tyrese on the shoulder and say, that looked like it hurt. And I'm going to use healing hands and give him back seven hit points. Woo! Uh, <laughs> that's rad. Do you want to take a bonus action? Uh, I think the only bonus actions I have are things that involve stabbing. So, nah. All right, cool. We're not going to stab right now. Awesome. Yep. Uh, that brings us to the old king. Um, he is going to uh, look around and he's going to look at Z and he's going to say, uh, good sir. In my kingdom, consent is key. And he's going to attempt to... He's a rogue, so he doesn't really have any like spells or anything like that. He's going to try and fight you. Okay. Does an 11 hit you? Um, uh, it does not. All right. Well, 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 well. Uh... He's going to try and fight you, but he's a little old, and so his aim is not great. Uh, and so he puts his dukes up, but he misses. Nothing happens. He's also not technically corporal, so that probably is not helping. Um, it is now Dr. Heckle's turn. This old mad scientist, he's going to... What, what did I give him? He's going to... Uh, he's going to create he's going to cast spiritual weapon uh, at a second level you create a floating spectral weapon within range that lasts for the duration blah blah, blah. Uh, and then he's going to do a melee attack on he's going to attempt to do a melee attack on Belgoria try uh, so let's just see what happens. Did it do it? Uh, D and D Beyond, you're making me mad right now. Uh, doesn't eleven? Eleven doesn't do anything, does it? Yeah, no. It does not. He tries it. He 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 conjures a huge old flaming sword, and he's like, hey, 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 out of the crazy side of his face. But then the smart side has to aim, and his smart side spent too much time reading books, has no aim, doesn't do anything with the flaming sword. Uh, and that's going to bring us to here comes General. Rise up. Uh, and the General is going to invoke rage because what the fuck? This is a nice place. Why are these books acting like this? Uh, and that gives him plus three melee damage, right? So he's just going to use that to try and uh, beat up Dr. Heckle. And I'm actually going to say that that hits. So he goes into rage. Uh, he starts wailing on Dr. Heckle. 
plus three, he's going to do 17 damage. How's and it we are <laughs> I love that this group always talks trash during combat, like a bad James Bond movie. It makes my heart mm -hmm. uh, We're going to be back at the top of combat with Tyrese. What you got? Uh, I'm going to turn around to Belgoria with very anime-esque eyes and uh, sad but happy. Thank you so much. And then I'm going to no. turn around. Is the uh, pirate book in the middle of uh, duty? He's, yeah, you know, you could, you could still attack him if you want. I'm going to try to stomp him in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just give me your rolls. Let's see how this goes. Ten. Yeah, yeah, that'll hit. Oh, cool. Um, Because I am a cat, there's talent on my... Thing, so I'm gonna try to rip out pages. One. Oof! You you rip out one page, and he's just like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey," and that's it. He's too he's too preoccupied. There's a lot happening in his world right now. It's not great to be him. Um, he's going to. I guess attempt to get this horny book off of him? Or get that horny book on him. Uh, and he rolled a two. So I'm going to say not only does he not succeed in, in getting the horny book off of him, but he actually damages himself in the process because that a two blows as a roll. Um, and he's going to take 13 more damage from the horny book. Nice. <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> that book has oh, it bad. Long book. Time, that book is down bad. Uh, long time fan in front of the show, Ash Lava says, you know, if there was a time for somebody to burn something down, this would be it. Well, that's not exactly what she said, but I mean. I have one thing that does fire and I'm waiting. Um, Z, Ash Lava. It's now your turn, Z. So I know uh, that there is a king or something that's trying to attack me. Yes. But I don't acknowledge its existence, so I'm going to act like it's not there. And if it tries to attack of opportunity, then I guess I'll just deal with the consequences. Uh, but I look at a pirate book uh, because nobody hurts my quote-unquote friends. Uh, and I cast Sacred Flame, uh, which it needs to uh, make a deck save of uh 16 but i feel like it's hard to make a deck save if you're being fucked by a book am i wrong am i wrong no i'm gonna roll with disadvantage and yeah. and you want to know what it got on the second roll because i rolled with disadvantage natty two natty one crit fail uh -oh. so it definitely fails that deck save how much damage are we talking we're talking 12 damage, radiant. Oof. Technically not fire. So sorry, person who wanted flames. Oof. But it looks like fire. 
the pirate book is not having a good time, guys. I uh, just throwing that out there. That's not nothing about this is pleasing to it. Uh, does the king try to attack of opportunity me? Because it's fine if it does. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the king's just gonna try and punch you again. He doesn't really have great okay. like he doesn't have spells or anything. Uh, so he's gonna try and take that attack of opportunity. And a twelve. Uh, yeah, that hits. Uh, that's my armor class. Uh oh, I got hit by an attack. Ooh, four. <laughs> Four damage. I'm sure that's just really putting you in the hospital. Yeah, that's tough. I cast Hellish Rebuke. I walked right into that with my own little two feet. My little two feet did just like this right into yeah. it. <sighs> God damn. I should have paid more so, attention. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I've been I've been waiting for somebody to hit me for that. a Keep long time. That. Yeah. yeah. Tell me tell me how um, bad this is. So um, it has to uh, do a dex saving throw, um, and uh, it will... Oh, wait. <laughs> Sorry, I was casting at the wrong level, uh, so I have to roll 5d10. Uh, so uh, the uh, so de dex saving throw, and I'll roll some more die. 16. Uh, that is... I'm going to um, tell you right now. He has a plus three to deck, so his deck save was actually 18 because he rolled a 15. Okay, that's fine. Uh, 23. He's still rolling dice. 23. 31. Uh, so that's 15 damage. All right. Cool, 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 cool. The king is still in this, though. Uh, he doesn't even have a witty comeback. He is upset. Belgoria, it is now your turn. Is the math scientist book still menacing Tyrese? Yeah, yeah. Still menacing, still has a flaming sword. Can't really do anything with it because he bonked his rolls, but here we are. Mm, we'll see about that. Okay. Uh, does a 16 hit? Oh, fuck yeah, it does. Witch Bolt, second level. I'm tired of this book. <laughs> please, please tell the audience what that does. Uh, Witch Bolt casts a bolt of a ray of lightning at an object, and for each of my turns following that, as long as I continue to use my action, I can just keep shocking the fuck out of this book, which seems fitting for a mad scientist. And yeah. it takes 18 lightning damage. Whew. Still in the game, but not having a good time. <laughs> Doesn't Damn, lightning and paper uh, cause fire? We'll get there. We'll mm -hmm. get there. I have a plan, trust me. Uh, all right. So King Jeremiah, it's his turn next. Uh, and he, again, I built him as a rogue, so he doesn't have anything great. He is going to attempt to headbutt one of the snakes because he's so upset. He's not even going for Z. He just wants to headbutt a snake and see if that does anything. <laughs> My dude rolled a 14. I mean, I can figure out what the armor class of my snake is, but... Your armor probably... class is 12, though, right? Yeah. All right, so we're going to say that, that we're going to say that it hits and that the pain will go back to you, not your precious child snake. He does a grand total of two damage. Great. Uh, so I guess I cast Hellish Rebuke again. <laughs> <laughs> For a second 
time. Uh, all right, give it to me. This, let's see. So that's four. That's oh. thirteen. That's that's, uh, that's twenty-four. That's twenty-five, and that is thirty-one. So uh, a deck save. Seven. So he didn't save shit. Yeah. So just, uh, he just takes thirty-one damage. Fire damage. Uh, not having a good time, guys. This book is is down to a third of its pages. Is what we're gonna say is happening. By the way, when he headbutts me, I just like look towards him, like, dude, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> I am King Jeremiah. I was okay. after Mordred the Misfit, but before John Paul the Third. Wonderful. Uh, and then it's the pirate's turn. He again is gonna take his turn at disadvantage because he's preoccupied. Uh. Let's see. Oof. And on disadvantage, it was a five. So he doesn't hit anybody. He's too busy trying to get the horny book away from him. Uh, here comes the general. Size up. Let's see. And the general. And his right hand man. <laughs> Oh, he's still in a rage, so he's still getting a plus three. So he's like, Jeremiah, my army whooped your ass once. We'll do it again. Uh, and so he goes to attack the king. That roll hits, plus three to the king, who's down to a third of his pages. Uh, that's a total of nine damage. So it's, it's not looking great, guys, uh, just for the record. Uh, Tyrese, you're back up. Cool. Cool, 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 um, I'm still pretty mad at Pirate and just not letting me close the book. So I'm going to attack him. with a modified 20. Yeah, that's that's going to hit. Two. <laughs> you you read it, you rip out two of his pages. You want to tell me exactly <sighs> what that looks like? Yeah, I very ferociously but also very domestic like I pounce on him. And then just using one of my claws, I just kind of <laughs> smack one page out and I smack a second page and that page gets stuck on one of my claws and I just keep going. I love this. I, yes, yes, I love this. Uh, all right. So now it is back up to mad scientist, Dr. Heckle and Mr. Jide. Uh, Dr. Heckle is going to... Ooh, he's actually got some good spells. Let's see. Uh, he's got some good spells, but he's dumb. So, oh, no. Yeah, right? He's dumb, so he's not going to help anybody with these things, which he could be doing. Uh, he is going to... Uh, 
sorry. I'm trying to decide what dumb thing he's going to do because he's stupid. Uh, yeah, no, he doesn't really have anything good. He's just going to try and flail around with his spiritual weapon again and hit someone. Um, I think he's going to assume that Tyrese is preoccupied with the piece of paper. So he's going to aim for Tyrese. Uh, ooh, I think 17 does hit, right? Yeah. Yes. So he swings with his sword for a total of seven damage. Uh, and that's going to be his whole turn. Uh, Z, we are back at you. Uh, pirate is dead. Pirate is hanging on for dear life. Not quite dead. Um, uh, I point at it uh, and I cast Toll the Dead. Uh, so it has to uh, do a wisdom saving throw. Ooh, of how much? Uh, 16. 19. Uh, so I just, a bell just chimes. It's a cute yeah, little bell. Yeah, just a little ding ling 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 like in Grazing in the Grass. Like, I love mm. that song. Uh, can you dig it, baby? I can dig it, she can dig it, we can dig it, you can dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it. Sorry. Yeah, but not uh, more than five seconds, up. otherwise we won't yeah. be able to, yeah. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. We're Grazing in the Grass now. Uh, it's your turn, Belgoria. <laughs> um, I'm just going to shock the hell out of that book again. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're just going to hit Dr. J Dr. Jekyll, Dr. Heckle again and Mr. Jide. I work Indeed. really hard on these names, guys. I work really hard on these names. I don't. It is another six lightning damage. All right. Hanging in there, but he's not having a good time. Uh, all right. So it's the king's turn, and I'm just going to assume that he's going to try and attack Z again, and he's going to get hellish rebuked again, right? We'll see. Yeah. I mean, that's what... Not, we're not saying... These are all books, but we're not saying any of them are smart. So, does a 19 hit? Yes, it, it does. does. Roll damage. <laughs> 18. That's a lot of damage. Wow. He's going to go uh, out on a blaze of glory. Uh, and then I say, uh, uh, you son of a... And then like there's like a little fizzle. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I'm out of spell slots. Uh-oh, I can't do Hellish Rebukes because it's not a cantrip. Uh, and I'm just like, cool, 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 cool. And that's it? Yeah, that's it. Right, uh, cool. I, yeah, that's, I, yeah, I can't react. Yeah, you're spell slots. All right, uh, Belgoria, you're up. Am I? Oh, yeah, it is my turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's your turn again. This uh... fast. They're not dying, but it's going fast. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my witch bolt up because I feel like this book has to die at some point. It just has to. Alright, cool. Tell me not tell me for that... five points of lightning damage, probably, but that is how much it does. Nope, but I mean we're getting he's down to a third of his pages. Alright. I will say that all of these books are down to a third or less of their pages. Mm -hmm. Uh and by pages I mean hit points. <laughs> it is the king's turn. Right? Is that how this works? I think Where so. Where were we? Yeah. All right. Um, the king of the pirate? No, it's pirate. the pirate. It's the pirate. Uh, let's see. And the pirate um, is still distracted. Oh, did he get uh, uh, 
uh, um, I don't want to say the F word again. I don't use it more than twice in a show. Um, uh, uh, copulated with by the book last turn. Uh, the book is still very much distracting him. Um, and so he rolled a seven. Seven does not hit anyone's armor class. So we're just we're just keeping this ball rolling. Um, here comes the general. Rise up. The, the general is still in a rage. Who? All right. So he's still in a rage. He is going to continue to try and wallop the king. Um, yep, that hits for sure. And that much damage in rage with his plus three. Uh, it takes the king out. He just molly wops the shit out of the king uh, and is like, I beat you in battle before, I'll beat you again. Um, the king's uh, incorporeal form disappears and the general slams the book shut, throws it somewhere, and now we are down to the pirate and the mad scientist and it is Tyrese's turn. Um, clearly going to finish this pirate one way or another. Uh, I'm going to, oh, wait, what was the thing that I got from, uh, Henry? What did he give us? Let's see. Everybody got loot from Henry. Uh, I know that Rayla got the hat of Berman because she is an animal lover. Um, I got the coin. You got the coin. Oh! You got the potion of bees, Tyrese. Oh, yeah. And that lasts forever? Uh, The potion of bees, I set, I, I, here's the thing. I homebrewed this and I set rules for it last session, but I don't remember exactly what I said. Let me see if I can open my notes. Because it doesn't, you you have multiple uses of the potion of bees, but you being full of bees does not last forever. Uh, if I remember correctly, and if not, this is just what we're gonna go with. You have about three servings of bees in the jar that he gave you. Uh, I'm gonna save those bees for later. Yeah, you got three servings of bees. I'm going to in between, like I imagine the. Um, book thumping action that's happening in front of me. I'm going to attack the pirate. Uh, <laughs> you guys, sorry, chat's going off right now about the potion of bees. Um, you want to attack the pirate? The 14? Yes. Uh, 14 hits. I get the Talon, my uh, Talon free from the last paper, and uh-huh. I go in for another attack, and I get another page stuck with uh, a total of one damage. Uh, <laughs> oh, All right. Uh, it is now the Mad Scientist's turn. Um, hang on. Uh... All right, it is now the mad scientist's turn. He is powerful but stupid. Uh, 
so he again is going to attempt to attack with his spiritual weapon. He's going to swing his sword for a four. So it doesn't hit anybody. It just doesn't hit anybody. He's just the the dumb side of him. The the messed up, the Mr. Jide side is just like, (laughs) and like nothing happens. Uh, (laughs) Z, it's your turn. Uh, so, uh, I have been, uh, hit hard and I'm not used to getting hit. Uh, so I mage hand, uh, the, uh, the sex book, uh, into the face of the, um, uh, king. Uh, and then I, oh, the king's dead. Yeah. yeah, Oh, thank you guys for killing the king. Oh my God. Um, so, uh, never mind. Uh, I'm not stressed at all anymore. Uh, I will just cast uh, uh, Toll the Dead on uh, the uh, um, uh, uh, Heckle and Mr. Die. All right. Oh, God. This is going to hurt him real bad. Probably. Uh, um, if he can succeed on that wisdom save. Does a 10 do it? It doesn't. 16 damage. Oh man, he is doink, uh, doink. just about dead, you guys. Not quite, but uh, getting there. It's, it's getting there. Uh, wow. All right. So <laughs> you cast hold of dead, and he like grabs both sides of his head and is just freaking out and screaming because uh, his head hurts. So <laughs> I laugh. That's like my favorite part so about bad. it. I like look at everybody. I'm like, isn't this fun? Uh, Belgoria, here, here, it's your turn. All right. I've had enough of this book. I've had enough of all of these books trying to fight me. I just came here to learn things. So uh, I am going to drop Witch Bolt. And because I have war magic, I'm going to cast Green Flame Blade on one of my hand axes. And me and this book are going to have a different kind of conversation. Ideally. Yeah. Does a 22 hit? <laughs> which book? I mean, yes, but like, which one are you going after? 100% the, the mad scientist. I just right. have the bone to pick with this guy now. So just roll for damage. So uh, he, t- hold on. There's, I'm, bear with me all. This is a new thing that I got wrong the last time I tried to use it on something. Um, yeah, so I can also make the fire from my hand axe jump to the pirate book. And it will do, it takes fire damage equal to my spell casting ability modifier, which is what? So one of the homies takes five. Is that what I said? Did I say five? Yeah. Five. And then the pirate book takes uh, one fire damage. All right, so you swing your green magical flaming hand axe at the mad scientist book and you go right through his incorporeal form, right into the book, cut the book in half. It hurts your heart a little bit because that is literature and knowledge, but fuck that guy, he's dead now. Um, The pirate, not quite dead, but also he is being humped and is on fire, uh, which now leads us to uh he's too distracted to even take his turn it's the general and the general is still in a rage so he is going to 
punch this book, punch the the pirate right in the bread basket. It hits. It does. Not quite enough. Day. Oh no, no, he's enraged. So it's plus three. Enrage plus three. He punches him right in the bread basket, and it's just like a uh, you know like Street Fighter, and the pirate crumples, and the book shuts on itself. And the horny book goes to town. Uh, and the general looks at you guys and uh, my sincerest apologies that my brothers in arms could not be behaved on your visit to our lovely establishment. Yeah, what gives? Thank you for your help. Uh, much obliged, much obliged. I do believe that um, they would not been guarding this row if what you were looking for was not here. Um, um, sorry, hold that thought real quick. Uh, I look at the book that had the king in it and I just cast Infestation and I let like a whole bunch of like bookworms come and devour the book and I just stare at it. Okay, I'm uh, ready. What were you saying? <laughs> uh, the general leads you down that row. Can everyone roll uh, Investigation just really quick? Just fuck it. Do it. Why not? We're here. Eight. Twelve. Thirteen. Cool, 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 cool. So you walk down the shelf and very quickly, you're all looking very deeply. Um, you see a lot of different handwritten scrolls and one of them catches, uh, one set of them catches your eye because they all have a note from Henry on it and it um says you, you recognize his handwriting right because he wrote you all letters blah blah, blah. so you pick up the set of scrolls that basically have what a, uh, the equivalent of like a post-it note on it from henry um that says my translation is no good um and so you open all the scrolls and you realize that they are written in a language that none of you quite understand so you can't necessarily pick out the information that you need. Do we understand? I cast a cipher language. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Do um, we understand like the type of language it is? You understand what type of language it is, and actually, Belgoria, you know that while you don't read what it is, the kingdom of Small Wharf is not quite far from where you are, and you have a friend there who may be able to help. After examining the book, I'm gonna look at the other the other two folks that are with me and say, unless any of you can read this, I certainly can't. I think we're gonna have to take it somewhere else. I think I may know somebody who can help. Uh, pray tell who that might be. Uh, it's an old friend of mine who had a particular affinity for languages. If anyone will be able to pick this apart, I think it'd be them. Well, how far, Jordan, how far is the journey? Uh, Small Wharf is like another day and a half. So <clears throat> Small Wharf is about another day and a half. You realize that, Belgoria. Um, and so uh, as a group, uh, I would like to say that you all head back to the Balkanelian revelry for to spend the night before you take off again. Yeah. All right. And uh, so you guys, you guys, you guys head back to the Balkanelian revelry, and you give the lady at the 
the innkeeper uh, silver and another crow bone that you've picked up along the way. <laughs> and the guy who uh, who you fold like a table comes up to you, Belgoria, and is like, rematch! And that's where we will fade to black this evening. Yay. Great time. Great session pretending to be wizards. I love this cast so much. Uh, who wants to say goodnight first? Go for it, my friend. Um, good night. Farewell to you, my friends. Goodbye for now. Until next Tuesday. Uh, I said so long. Farewell. There we go. Uh, I'm Moses. I play. I it's play been Harry. great to play and sing together. <laughs> but now it's time to say, to say goodbye. goodbye. Um, I do need to interrupt Moses very quickly. This show is not going to a bi-weekly schedule. I, I will say that right now. That being said, we do have to be off next week because I am traveling. My brother is getting married. So I will be attending to wedding duties and I shall not be available. Uh, my apologies to everyone. But, uh, you know, that's kind of important. It is Hopefully, important. How many times is he going to do this? Hopefully only once. So that's where we are. Um, DK? Do you want to say goodnight? <laughs> sure. I'm DK. Uh, I'm at Abadarlings on Twitter, and it's literally just me saying every stupid thought that comes into my head until I fall asleep. So feel free to follow me for that action. Uh, I love being a, a formidable angel woman who can set stuff on fire with her mind. I think that's pretty great. You know who else is pretty great? Jeff. Oh. Um, yeah, man, I, 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 I love playing somebody who's evil because in my day to day, I'm, I'm just a nice guy following the laws, filing taxes. If you haven't filed, make sure to file that extension. Don't need to stress about getting it done by the deadline. Just file that extension. If you think it might owe a little bit, pay that down just so you don't have to pay penalties and interest. Um, but you know who doesn't pay penalties and interest? Jordan. I don't because I file my taxes early every year because I want what they owe me. Give me back my money. Uh, I'm Jordan. You can find me on the internet at Atlambertra. I play games here. I play games at Exquisite Corpse. Uh, I play games at Fresh Out the Podcast. I host stuff on Smells Like Teen Angst uh, with our sister and castmate Kiki, who we missed this evening uh, and hope to see you at the table again soon. But totally understand full love and support to her and the family. Um, and yeah, that's about it. We will see y'all in two weeks. And I'll tell y'all all about the wedding when I come back. Good night.